0: It's
1: a mocking word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got you covered. A true real estate podcast. We are an office of realtors that managed to learn from the best with the worst teaching techniques. However, we survived with stories and lessons to tell. The goal is to help skip the pitfalls while enjoying the laughs and lessons learned. So, no matter the real estate woe, we got you covered. Welcome to Gotcha Covered, a true real estate podcast. I'm your host Virginia and Prezak, and today we have your first guest, which is Camber Henson. And Camber is on the show today because in thinking of what this podcast was going to be about and all the things, as we said, it was from those that we've learned from, and we introduced that we learned from Steve, my dad he have been doing this a long time. And so it's really neat with Canberra how full circle things came because this whole podcast scene came from her store and the paint colors and the flooring came from after we met, like a few months later, I conned her into remodeling the building when we had a flood. And it's full circle because randomly dad told me he met this like redhead that I needed to meet and he can't remember names. And he was like, it's like Amber with some other letter in it. And so (laughs) when I met her, she had remodeled this house and I was like, oh my God, I think you might be the redheaded Amber something. And then she had an open house and we realized she was. So it only seemed appropriate for the first guest to be the Camber
0: what <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so for the learning portion of the podcast i was thinking since you have had so many hats first if you would tell us that at the ripe young age of 20 something all of the since i've known you in the last few years what what all have you done
0: oh gosh um okay so when i first I remember vividly when you called me on the phone and my kids were screaming in the background and I was like, she said I was cool. And (laughs) I think that she's way cooler. And I feel like the first time we talked, we just kind of hit it off. We met and you showed the house to some potential clients and it was just, it was good from the start. But Wood Street was the first project that was like Okay, I'm doing this, but it was also 2020, COVID hit, pandemic, and it's like, what are you doing? But yeah, so we took on this project. It was a three-bed, two-bath, pretty big house, and it was a garage apartment as well, and she just jumped in, started remodeling it. Um,
1: So when you got that house, it was like completely vintage.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not only was it very original to the time it was built, like, which was like early seventies, but it was also, it was full of stuff. So I actually bought the house and the contents and it was like a, like a lawyer sold it for the man who had passed away. And so we actually found like a lot of really cool stuff in the house and then and you... hauled out a lot of trash. Yeah. And, and then
1: decided to do that in a pandemic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So every time we would go to, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, we've got to go get paint. It's like you're masking up and gloving up. And it's like, are we going to die if we go out today? Some people are, you know, it was just, yeah, it was a weird time. It was a very weird time. And it was like unfamiliar territory. So it was even weirder.
1: And then you decided to do it again and flip another house and hope.
0: Yeah. So I always, I mean, I always say like it was just, it was God's time and 100% the way that everything happened it's been a dream of mine to do that my whole life and whenever i graduated school like i went into working and it was just always like this isn't what i want to be doing but it was just like as i look back now i'm like when the time is right you know that's whenever it happens and so 2020 and that's whenever it was like okay now it's time to start so we flipped that one um it sold we were 12 days from closing it fell through and then it resold <laughs> or like re re went under contract. And so that's always like, you know, like, am I supposed to be doing this? This is crazy. And when something falls through, you're like, what have I done? You know, like I made a mistake. I quit my job. Like, <laughs> I I was, this to I've been working on this for a year. You know, so many people have been here helping me and, and believing in this, this dream. And it's like, uh, but no, it. If I did sell, and we sold it to a really awesome couple, love them. Still talk to them to this day. They actually sold the house later on. They had a lot of equity in it. That was great. That makes you feel good, you know. Whenever you pass that along. And then I was like, man, I need a little break. And about a week later, went and looked at another house, put an offer in on it, and I was like, this is even more work. This is an even bigger house. It has even more challenges
1: and we just jumped right in again. And then in that you started a company, or your company started, it was started, cause I saw your sign on Wood Street. So yes. you already had the, the EXT. Home, yes. 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 And yeah. so then that brand, you've created products and yeah. you've also started a shop since.
0: Yeah, so we had EXT Home, and then a lot of the pieces that were used to stage and just things that I had kind of made to try to make the house feel more unique, people wanted them. You know, they messaged me like, hey, do you have this? Like, do you have this? And I'm like, why do all these people think I sell this stuff? But then I'm like, I could, you know. So we started selling um, home decor, just all kinds of different little things that I would find. I'm like, this is a vibe. Like, I like this and people you know they liked it um we used a lot of it to stage the house and then when the people bought the house they bought a lot of the contents as well because they liked it and yeah it went full circle some of it went to the new project and some of it's in the shop now
1: and then now you also have a shop in hope arkansas
0: yes so that is downtown market um oh gosh that's a huge thing in and of itself it's Totally different from flipping houses. So we have about 50 to 60 vendors and yeah, they bring their own items in and we bring a lot of items in. And it's, it's constantly going. It's it's a lot of home decor, it's a lot of vintage stuff. We have a lot of vendors who make things and sell them.
1: So, like how have you met all of your vendors? Have they approached you? Did you create the space or did you did you kind of know them to create the space?
0: And no. So again, we like we like when we were doing all of this, we just say it's like God's timing. So there was another flea market in the area. We got married in January. We jumped into selling the last project that we were on, 410, and sold it. We were remodeling a 6,000 square foot commercial building, looking for 50 vendors. And, you know, we've got three kids. We got a puppy in the middle of all of this. We are just crazy. And so they, they were approaching us like little by little. And just what was it building that was like, how will we ever fill this space? Again, it felt like a dream that was too big to have. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, like we have overcommitted to this. And then they trickled in. And then all of a sudden it's like there's a list of people who want to come in as well. And it's like, we need more space. You know, what seemed like something so huge, it's like, it's not big enough. But yeah, so the idea behind maybe our next thing that we jump into is to be able to be together and not have to travel so much for Adrian's job. That way I can force him to help me at the market all the time.
1: Well, in all of the things that you've done with like flipping houses and the it seems like you didn't do just a little bit, which I really liked that you jump all in. Like you yeah. did in tackling the house. You, I really liked your approach, which I can't remember, but I remember it reminded me of Young Living seed to seal. So like at Young Living, their whole products are that they plant them, they grow them, they bottle them. And so I've actually approached you on fixing a few houses and you're like, no, I want like everything in the house that you have touched to be better. And so I, I like I'm Tommy boy and I kind of mix up what it was that you said but do you do you kind of remember of what your theory or logic
0: people would just be like oh so you bought a house and you're flipping it. and I'm like like uh, I don't a lot of times people are like those flippers you know they go in and they put in minimal work and minimal money I'm like we're trying to do the opposite of that like If it can be improved, we want to improve it. We want someone to move into this house and be like, this feels like a custom home that was built for us, even though it's not. You know, these are older homes that we're restoring and redoing. But it was like, I want it to be a solid. The stuff you can't see, we want that to be great. But then the stuff that you can see, we want that to be even better. We want it to feel like if you came into this house and you designed it, you would have picked these things too. And that's where like the passionate part, like I enjoy that type of work and I really enjoyed getting to kind of be creative in a space where it was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do in here. And maybe people will like it. And you know, they, they thought it was cool, which is weird to me because I'm like, it's, it's never enough. But, um, yeah. So then after that we would do, well, I mean, I would just like list it mainly on social media. Would, you know, would get to talk to realtors and make new awesome friends and everything was staged. So you had the option to buy the house, you had the option to buy the house and some stuff or all the stuff. And that was through like the, the home and market at the time is what all of the stuff was and whatever they didn't want, we would, you know, sell in the market and it was still like majorly discounted cool pieces.
1: Yeah that like you kept repurposing and reusing
0: yeah so a lot like there are some pieces that i still have that every single project we've done they've been in there like a few certain pictures a couple pieces of art that just like are sentimental to me um there you can look in pictures like listing photos and like you can i can find them and i'm like that's something that i'm gonna hold on to so like they asked to buy it but you just don't sell those those are like your
1: good luck charms to sell
0: yeah just things that like I uh, i don't know either like i found them on a day when it which sounds kind of gay people like i would find things like on a rough day and it would just be like let's get this like get this done like let's get this handled like there's a lot of challenges in all this type of work and those pieces it was just kind of like that inspiration needed so i just kind of so talked it like away there, you're, you're also like a big fan of books they're yeah. like coffee table books, yeah. which,
1: yeah, you're going to have to help our coffee table game. Yeah. Or it's not even a coffee for... table, but <laughs> the the piece we bought from you needs books. Yeah. But yeah, are those some of the things that have follow you around?
0: Oh, yeah. So specifically, there was a book, and it was like a vintage um, The Human Anatomy. It was by, like, Tom's, but it was just super cool. And I found it. It felt like the color scheme that I was going for on the shelf that I used it for and then I don't know if someone asked me about it and I was just like, no, I don't want to sell that. Or if I maybe like Google imaged it, but it's like a $600 book. And I'm like, I just like, I want this book, you know, like it's just, it's a cool book. But I can't, I can't say that because they're be like, sell, sell that book. Yeah. <laughs> sell that book. It's not <laughs> he's like, cool. He's
1: like, no, what book is this? Yeah, that, is like, that, that is the one that I need missing. to sneak yeah. away
0: yeah. with the kids colored. Yeah. No, there are some things. Yeah. I'm like, there probably is a a scribble marker too in there, but no, just pieces like that. Um, there was a old picture of, so the first property that I bought, it was the Corleys. That was their name. And a lot of crazy stuff happened, um, during that time, but there was a picture that I came across and it was their first business, I guess that they had done. And it was like a black and white picture and I framed it and it's, it's in the shop right now behind the desk on like a, wall of like sentimental things yeah and it's just one of those things where it's like i don't know this is this yeah. is something that i'm holding on to yeah but i do that a lot i like to hold on to stuff you're like
1: yeah, i'm you a like little to... bit of a hoarder yeah but like so you mentioned too with the books like color scheme mm-hmm. so okay so i need to learn this trick like when you mentioned having a color scheme yeah for your books or your room like i noticed you gravitate towards a little bit monochromatic like, oh, yeah, uh, but then you do mix in color. Yeah. So how do you do that? Like, what do you,
0: well, honest, I don't know, like how to explain it because it's just one of those things. Like if I come across something, then I am like, that's a vibe. That's just cool. It's just something that I like in my brain. It just kind of like puts itself in its place where like it's going to go. Yeah. So I do. I like monochromatic. I think it's a good base. And I think it's something that you're not going to get as tired of. And so for me, I like decor. I like being able to bring things in that are new and move them around. So whenever you have that kind of like clean slate to work with, you can go any way with it. And it's just, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, It's easier to work with in my head. It just, it feels calm. And then you can go in with your decor that's kind of like. Oh, what is that? That's weird. And I'm like, hmm, guess where I found that. You know? Yeah. That was some ladies, and it was in the back of her closet. And whenever I was at an estate sale, like I came across it. <laughs> and they're like,
1: and then you <laughs> like, so do you find the piece and revolve around that, or do you like, especially with me? I noticed mm-hmm. shopping with you, you were very good at. I could tell in your head you already had it. You would work with it if I, like, saw a crazy mirror that was super ugly, but it was turquoise. And I would be like, what about this? And you're like, we we could. I can't figure out where to put that. <laughs> yeah. But I throw some curveballs. Like, I got cut off at my dirt cheap finds because they didn't really bring in together. I'd be like, oh, this has, like, black and gold in it. And you're like, still no.
0: No. I mean, it's – when so it's a lot different. Like, whenever – That's why it was so, I guess, easy, like working in a space where it's like, I did it, I stage it, I sell it, I'm selling my vision. So it is just things that I've come across. But like whenever you're trying to work with someone, it's like if they like a piece, you want to work it in. Because I think part of making your home or your space yours is bringing in things that you like, things that give you that feeling. So, like, whenever you see them, it it reminds you of, like, that cool experience or just, like, I remember that feeling when I saw that and I just – I liked it. So, yeah, I mean, I want to work it in. Um, Sometimes it's like that does not match and it it doesn't go. But, I mean, you can usually find a place for it. Yeah, like my pink pictures downstairs.
1: (laughs) Does that make you cringe that you, like, create this awesome – relaxing,
0: calm space, and then we throw up pink in it? No, in because- In a couple of places? No, because, so the office, it is neutral. It's more like a, just a calming environment. So if you wanna bring in that crazy pop of color, you can, because it's still gonna work in the space. Because you like did the bones that yeah. I couldn't
1: muck it up because you like <laughs> gave me the, like, slate <laughs> then, Yeah. Yeah. Muck no. is a word, it's not even like a replacement word. That's a that's a legit word for the record. Yeah, no, I you think can't like, muck up could, that room. Yeah, So, but I think I still kind of have too because I, I still want you while you're here today to help with that because I have such a hard time with space. Like in the sense of, are you measuring walls or do your eyes just literally eyeball and able to see <laughs> Oh
0: God, the measurements.
1: Yes, it is a word. Okay, so sorry, <laughs> squirrel. But like, yeah, they're Googling. because so, It is a legit word. It's mm-hmm. just used in the 1950s probably, but.
0: It's a mucking word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so no measure. But y'all will
1: all use now.
0: But anyway, so Oh, try. I like but, it. Yeah. I like it. I really mucking like it. <laughs> but like. <laughs> no, I don't measure. Uh, I have no concept of size or measurement i just like you find it and make it work yeah and sometimes i find it it's like for instance i bought like a twenty nine hundred dollar oven and it was three inches too big for the space because i measured it wrong
1: oh
0: yeah and finally three years later sold it for seven hundred dollars that was an expensive mistake no i don't measure very well um i just i kind of see pieces and i'm like i think yeah i think that'll work yeah and that's like such a Steveism too.
1: Like he's like, education isn't cheap. So when you make a mistake, he would just see it as a learning lesson. Yeah. Like when I'm like, yeah, I think that that was a preventable learning lesson, dad, that there's YouTube and Google, but he's like, yeah, yeah but you're not going to make that mistake again. Hey, you would so think that. you, would think you that. in all honesty, have saved a lot because especially too, if you did that for someone else, mm-hmm. like if you were... Helping someone else, then that mistake just got where it cost you for what you were doing for them and it cost you for what you were going to make. So, yeah. In all honesty, that was a great educational
0: thing. Yeah. It did take two attempts to learn from it though, because the next oven I ordered was too small. Oh, and kidding. the next project. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we just so realized the theory wasn't exact, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, no measurements aren't my thing for sure.
1: Yeah. So, neither you know, spelling. know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine is not design. So Everyone has their I, their
0: talents and their weaknesses.
1: I feel like there's the eclectic maximalism look that I see in houses, and then I try to do it, and it looks like I just threw stuff in a room. So it, it just doesn't – it doesn't
0: – A lot of times, like, if you effect. don't feel like you exceed at something, or if you tell yourself, I'm not good at this, no matter how good it is, you're going to always – feel like that you know and then someone else comes in you're like this is good like it looks good like this looks like like i hired you them. well it looks like pieces that you liked or things that you liked like maybe you got the little base template but then you brought pieces in that inspired you and it's your space that's what you should do yeah no <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying mean, to be encouraging. I know. I know you
1: are. But I'm like, no. This is like, oh, I almost had a breakdown when I couldn't con you into my house. I was like, what is the number? I'm because sorry. We were going through a lot. I know. And I was still like, come on, come on, come on, come on. I know. Because, I, I remember yeah. that day,
0: vividly too. I was like, I promise you it's not because I don't want to work with you because I do. I'm like, if I take on anything else, my brain is literally going to explode.
1: And then I still conch you in.
0: Later on, yes, things yeah. calm down. Persistence. But I always feel so guilty even saying anything about like, it's chaotic because I'm like, you thrive in chaos. I'm like, I couldn't even imagine dealing with what you deal with on a daily basis. And oh, we love it. The mass amount of stuff. I'm like, my little brain can't do that. Thanks for joining us. If you're interested in more content
1: like this, make sure to follow us online. We got you covered. Hosted by Raffaele Realtors. Produced by McLean Media, music by Jody Crump at Studio C. Thanks for
0: listening to Gotcha Covered, a true real estate podcast.